Ignition sequence start. Six, five, four, three, two, one, zero. Welcome to This is Orlando with Rob Cole. Episode 12 of This is Orlando, and I want to set this one up by kind of talking a little bit about what we have going on here in Orlando right now, and it's interesting as I've been doing some reading lately on the Italian Renaissance back in the 1400s, and what made that era so incredible was the fact that it was the first time where art, science, technology, uh, and commerce all kind of came together uh, in a collaborative effort that started producing not only some of the greatest art that we have today in the world, uh, but some of the greatest architecture and advances in banking and uh, all kinds of stuff like that. And so I was kind of thinking on the way in this morning about that, and I thought, you know, we have kind of our own renaissance happening here in Orlando and probably technology across the country in general. And there's an event that I'm involved with that is coming up, kicking off on April 12th, which is called the Mega Health Jam. And what the Mega Health Jam is, is an opportunity for our technical community, our medical community, uh, and our commerce, uh, our, our business partners here to all kind of come together and create technology that is healthcare focused. So that's probably the quickest and easiest explanation that I can give for it, but we're gonna talk a little bit more in depth about what the Mega Health Jam is, because I'm joined today by its two organizers, the brainchilds behind uh, the Mega Health Jam. First, I wanna introduce Kelly Murray, who uh, oversees two organizations, MedSpeaks and Health Innovators. And she, in concert with our old pal Kunal Patel, whom you all probably already know from this this podcast and from my blog, uh, uh, operates the Orlando Game Space as well as Brand VR. So, you guys, thank you so much for being here. Thanks for thank having you. us. Thank you for yeah, having no, this is exciting. awesome, man. Because I am really excited about this event. I think more so than than other events that we've had. And for me, it's it's kind of a personal thing, having worked in gaming for the last 14 years and seeing that gaming doesn't always get taken seriously amongst the rest of the technology world. Um, you know, people that don't know about gaming think, well, these are games and they're not to be taken seriously. And yet some of the most brilliant technology that is being used right now is, is evolved from gaming. You know, autonomous cars, um, you know, the Hollywood film industry is all using gaming technology right now in their stuff. So um, why don't we start off here with first, Kelly, um, our listeners might not be real familiar with you. So can you introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about MedSpeaks and Health Innovators and what does a typical day look like for you? Sure. Uh, so I'm a, originally a farm girl from Nebraska who migrated down to Orlando many years ago and uh, have been involved in the healthcare space for over 20 years. And in a variety of levels, I I worked for a local hospital system for several years and then 
kind of made my way through that kind of the vendor space and software space and then left to start my own company a few years ago called MedSpeaks. And that's really designed around helping elevate and amplify people that are doing innovative things in the healthcare space. We work a lot with entrepreneurs and um, startup companies, giving them advice and direction. And we run a group called Health Innovators. And that's where we really coalesce conversations between what we call healthcare's problem owners, which would be like your hospitals and payers and physicians, with healthcare's problem solvers. And that's really the, the technical talent, the startups, the entrepreneurs that are trying to find new ways of disrupting the industry and trying to make it better. And so um, I'm really excited to be here. Um, a typical day for me, especially lately with the event coming up, is uh, you know doing a lot of outreach and having conversations, um, educating people about some of the things you just said, about how there's kind of this stigma attached to what does gaming mean and explaining what the opportunity is, um, in addition to working with startups, which is always fun, and helping them find a market fit, nice. a placement. Yeah. yeah. So I'm guessing you spend a lot of time like in and around the Lake Nona kind of medical city and amongst the companies that are trying to get their technologies into these places. Yeah, it's interesting that you mentioned that because so Lake Nona is kind of an easy place for us because we're in Orlando. Um, but we have we started Health Innovators in downtown Orlando and expanded into Miami and South Florida markets. Oh, right on. And then we in just this year we launched in Tampa and St. Pete. So our reach with the the entrepreneurs that we're working with is really statewide, and we've even gone so far as Ohio and California with some of the companies. Wow. But our sweet spot is really, and our passion is about supporting Florida com Florida companies and trying to help them succeed. Yeah, that's awesome. Kinal, you need no introduction, but <laughs> um, what have you been up to, man? Well, I, I mean, like, you know, there's a lot of things, of course, uh, as usual. I, you know, maybe I'll run down, like, just, just a few of the things. But, you know, obviously, um, you know, I'm a part of a couple different organizations. You know, I'm director of technology partnerships at Fat Merchant, you know, for payment technologies and, and finding, you know, new partnerships and companies there. Uh, with brand VR, you know, virtual and augmented reality experiences, you know, a lot of the technology we used for NASA virtual reality experiences and, and for a few other companies coming up. And then the Orlando game space, uh, you know, we're, we're headed, you know, very fast towards its grand opening. Um, more and more companies are coming in. We're, we're getting the place spruced up even more. So <laughs> it, it's, it's, it's getting there. It's getting close. And, and then, of course, you know, Indianomicon, the monthly meetup for game developers within that Central Florida region. Um, All of this, yeah. and you recently got married. And I got married, too, yeah. It, that, that has probably been the, the biggest occupier of time <laughs> <laughs> over, over the past few months. Uh, just, you know, getting married, then after you get married, then it's like, you know, all, I guess you could, they call it the wedding hangover. Like, you have family in town, and you have, like, a lot of things to clean up, and you have, like, your life to like now like get settled sure. and then and then just moved as well uh, into downtown. So now it's you know no longer like you know two hours of soul crushing commute. Yeah. So yeah. Well, that's awesome, man, and it's good to have you close by because I know you're constantly on the go out here, juggling a lot of balls. And um, I'm interested to know how did this how did the Mega Health Jam how how did you guys conceive it? Where did you guys meet? How did it come about? You know, what was the catalyst for putting so, this event together? You know, like, uh, part of it was, um, 
Kelly and I have been talking about this for, I want to say like nine months. Yeah. About that. About mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Like, you know, and, and part of it was we had, you know, already been doing Indie Galactic Space Jam, you know, like this collaboration between the, the local games industry and, and the space coast, you know, where Kennedy Space Center is. And, and it was always the case of like, Hey, you know, uh, just being at a bar, talking to other, you know, colleagues after an Indianomicon event, saying, hey, do you know any astronauts? Do you know any NASA scientists? And and just kind of feeling like we're so close, how come we don't know anybody? And, you know, we just thought, like, it would be awesome if we could work with them. We have a lot of, like, enthusiasm, a lot of technology. Like, we should do something for space. So then it was a case of, like, let's try to get to know them. And fast forward, you know, like, we've done four of those events. We've created, you know... Uh, I want to say over 75 projects, we had five commercial projects, we had like, you know, uh, tons of contracts and things come out into the community, uh, people, you know, made money. Um, and it was like, wow, now we actually have friends within yeah. the space industry. Like, I mean, like on a month to month basis, like we have conversations that are ongoing. And then just kind of looking around, you know, to to last year in 2017, just thinking, Medical City, Lake Nona, like the, this is another, you know, sector, you know, within within our local ecosystem. Um, I don't know anybody over there, really. I know that, you know, Central Florida is like a, a healthcare hub. And I had always, you know, heard of Kelly and Nina. Um, I've heard of health innovators. And, you know, I just didn't have the opportunity to like, to go and meet them. Right. I, I also had the opportunity, but I just could never fit it into my schedule. Sure. But I always knew it was a really important thing. And I thought, you know what, I want to get to know them. And I want to get to know, like, you know, this industry that's here. Everybody talks about healthcare problems and, like, hey, there could be so many more efficiencies and this and that. And and being Indian, like, you know, back in college, just like any good Indian, I was supposed to become a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, if, if I listen to all my, like, aunts and uncles and yeah, friends right. and stuff, right? But, like, uh, I didn't go down that road. I went down the technology route. But I just thought we could do something with gaming technologies if we started working with healthcare and sure. I didn't know exactly how to do that. Um, so I reached out to Kelly and Nina. And then Kelly, the light bulb went off. No, not exactly. So I, I meet Canal and we start talking about, like, I wanted to get to know And your first him. thought was why, why is this guy not a doctor? <laughs> no, I didn't think that. No, no, no. It is funny. He did make a joke about that though. Um, <laughs> no, when, when we first met, when uh, we first started talking about it, I think I was a little resistant and it's because of how you opened the, the conversation because gamers. you know healthcare gaming is seems to be like you know so fun and engaging and you know it's fun and engaging and healthcare is <laughs> healthcare's not either one of those things really I mean not not that combination together there's elements of healthcare that is engage, that are engaging but you know the kind of this stigma attached to gaming and funness and being super creative and you know um that just didn't I I had a I had a noodle on it a bit and like really think about it so I focused less on that less on that and more on like why did Kunal start Indianomicon like I wanted to understand who he was and then it was kind of like we were born of the same cloth like we you know I, I started to learn about you know his passion to cultivate a community and create dialogue and some synergies and to help people feel like they belong to something. And that was why we started Health Innovators was for that same reason. We felt like we were kind of isolated 
having startup companies. And so when the more I thought about this opportunity for gaming and healthcare to collide based on the common foundation of values and stuff that we had and this vision for Orlando that we have, I, I was like, I think that this is a, we have to do this. Yeah. And now that, you know, we're several months, eight months into this conversation, now I see that the the opportunities here are substantial. And that's really what is so exciting about this whole thing is healthcare is uh, has a lot of problems. And we've had, as an industry, a lot of problems for many, many years. And if you really look at, you know, even even community building has its has its issues. But when you take an industry that's as complex and dynamic as healthcare, the idea of being able to take a fun, creative, artistic, um, strategic view using gaming technologies and strategy is where the industry needs to go. Yeah, absolutely. It's interesting. I mean, I've seen that that trend happen in education where I think back to when I was in school and, you know, it was basically a talking head in front of the class you know, for eight hours a day. And if they wheeled in a television or pulled down that big white screen to show a film strip or something, it was like, yeah, we've really made it. What a day, you know, but today's generation, you know, learns through the interactivity and, um, and that's what gaming is all about, you know, giving you the opportunity to make choices or making it easier for us to perform the, the daily tasks that we have to do. And already um, seeing the advancements that uh, have happened in the medical world, you know, I remember, again, growing up, it's if somebody had to go into the hospital for any procedure whatsoever, they were usually there for three or four days. And now you go into the hospital and, you know, they totally replace your intestines and you're out the next day. You know? <laughs> so it's like um, the, the technology is so incredible. And, and I think we're seeing it more and more with, you know, technology being used for the transfer of information and stuff like that, but not so much for the diagnosis and, and things like that. But it's starting to happen. And maybe that's, I guess, what we're looking for out of this health jam. Am, am I correct in saying so? I mean, it's, it's going to be, yes, yeah, for that, for sure. But, like, I feel it's going to be a variety of things. So, you know, in terms of the way this jam works, and, and, and you know, for, for those of you that don't understand what a jam is, like, there's other words that have been used, like things like hackathons. Um, but generally, this ends up being a weekend event where you in a in a very short amount of time you know from a friday to a sunday basically less than 48 hours you want to get several teams working on different topics and they have that amount of time to think of a a concept plan it um and start designing it build it and then showcase it uh so you you have a limited amount of time on on Items that could be for the benefit of the physicians themselves, like better learning tools or, or better tools to, you know, practice or, or do something like that. It could be for the patients themselves, maybe reducing anxiety, maybe educating them on what they need to do. Um, you know, how, do, how can they adhere to whatever the doctors are actually tell them, telling them to do? Um, so it, it could be for entertainment purposes. It could be for education purposes. It could be for tracking purposes, maybe for administrators that want to know this stuff. Um, it's, it's this wide range of things where on Friday people are pitching 
25 to 35 different ideas. And then you have, you know, almost an army of developers and creatives that are listening to these pitches. And then, you know, just like us in real life, like we all grow up to become different types of people because we have different interests. Sure. Those developers then decide which idea they happen to, you know, like the most uh, or, or that they feel that they'd be the best to, you know, to work on that team. So you end up having, you know, 15 different teams uh, that are all in different aspects of healthcare. Um, you know, so that's, it's kind of the exciting part uh, from the weekend that, you know, you don't 100% know every single item, uh, every single project that's going to be pitched and worked on. And then Sunday you see it, how it all comes together. And it, yeah. it hits on all different aspects um, of healthcare, which is like a pretty broad field, which, which Kelly knows better yeah. than, than any of us. Well, and, and in addition to the, the technicians or the technical people, I understand where there's going to be mentors there to help guide these pitches and projects along. There are. Yeah, that's, I think, what we're really excited about. Where Kunal, this is why we have such a good partnership in this, is that he has the developers and the artists and the musicians and um, and designers. And, you know, from what we curate is, you know, healthcare leaders and nurses and technologists in a different realm. So we have um, Dr. Vias, who's the medical director of telehealth for Nemours Children's Hospital, is going to be one of our, our mentors. Um, we also have the chief science officer from Sanford Burnham, who's going to be a mentor, which is great because he's a scientist, you know, and that's yeah. really exciting. Yeah. We have faculty uh, coming over from UCF that are going to be donating their time and helping go from team to team and provide their clinical and their experience, their experiences to help kind of help these teams take shape a little bit more and refine their ideas. Um, so yeah, it's a, it's, we're really excited about the mentorship component to this. We think that's going to make a big difference. Yeah. And I would think that they would be able to help, um, help with the realities of these projects in that, you know, they know what is needed and, and what could be a viable tool that, you know, we're hoping that maybe some of the things that come out of this uh, might be picked up for future development. Mm -hmm. um, there will be people there to actually look at that that can make those decisions or get involved in that, right? Yeah. Yeah. So um, let's let's back up a little bit because Thursday, the the, the thing that I love about this, uh, this whole uh, event, because it's so much more than just a jam, okay? It's, I mean, that's kind of the culmination of what we're doing. But Thursday night, it kicks off with kind of an opening... Uh, Tell us a little bit about that Thursday night event. There's going to be networking. There's going to be some chats. Um, there's yeah. going to be beer. Carlos. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, there's there's going to be like a lot of reasons to want to come out. So beer helps. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> so Kunal was thinking he wanted to do this night of talks, and not just any night of talks because we both host meetups um, with our individual communities, but that we identify people in the community. Um, that have something, some interesting perspectives on the use of gaming and healthcare, have some interesting stories to tell. And so the thought is that we would do short 
talks, kind of TED mm-hmm. style, much more relaxed, you know, so if a swear word slips out, then that's that's okay. It's not sure. the rigid, typical environment that and healthcare if, if, if medicine... I'm there, it probably will, so <laughs> yeah, it's like... Uh, yeah, so these are supposed to be dynamic, engaging conversations or uh, talks about certain elements that are happening in healthcare. So I'll give you an example, Dr. Lorzell, she's a faculty member, she's a nurse at UCF, and she's going to give a talk about seniors, senior care, and those seniors that are going through chemotherapy, they developed an app and that applies gaming principles to it. And so she's the part of what her talk is going to be around is how basically old people can engage on app technology and they want to have fun and they like to tell their stories. And so we're going to have her talk. And then um, Jonathan Truong, he's a, a founder of Verapy, which is a physical therapy app that uses um, virtual reality for okay. patient compliance. So we'll have people like that that have really interesting both personal stories and professional stories, and we're going to have stand-up comedy, yeah. and you mentioned the beer, and you know we want this to be really a good, fun opening that is relaxed and is kind of the antithesis of what a traditional medical meeting would be like. Sure. Canal, I don't know, do you want to add? Yeah, I mean, like, you know, so much of our life, you know, we're... we're kind of in these rigid situations, you know, people have, you know, they're, they're at the hospital, they're in, in life and death situations, you know, and, and sometimes it, it, it can create like, you know, boundaries, it can create boxes that we just keep ourselves in. And, you know, not to say that people can't cut loose or they can't like relax, but, you know, when, you know, we're asking a lot of, you know, healthcare professionals, you know, to come and join another healthcare type of event, you know, maybe they're, they don't understand what it is yet. But if we tell them, like, listen, this is a time for you to take that tie off, um, to just, you know, come and hang out. You know, you don't need to worry about any rigid boundaries. There's, you know, few rules, if any. And, you know, you can just simply uh, converse with people from a different industry, uh, people from within your industry. Uh, don't worry about your boss, you know, or, you know, hanging over you. Like, and, you know, we have healthcare stand-up comedy. So... <laughs> I mean, you have people that are making fun of your industry, uh, you know, at you and with you as well. So, yeah. Yeah. so the aim is like, you know, let, let those things, you know, the ties get loosened up. And, and then, you know, from there, from those inspiring talks, from the chats you have, from talking, you know, these two people from the, the games uh, industry and simulation industry and healthcare industry, all chatting. Hopefully that creates, um, you know, a lot of um, inspiration for the following night on Friday where people start pitching the ideas. Yeah. Like, well, it, yeah. it should lend it to create a little bit more of a, a, a comfort for people to not feel intimidated or whatnot. People, I mean, I know a lot of doctors and, and medical professionals and they're regular people, mm-hmm. you yeah. know, and you know, God bless them for doing what they do. And there is a certain, um, uh, deference that we give to, you know, doctors and whatnot. And I think that's deserved, but they're regular people. And it it reminds me of when I worked in music, um, we represented a, the, a classical label as well. And everybody thought like, Oh my God, classical music, this is just, this sucks. And (laughs) the people that ran the classical division that I worked with were by far the most fun people to do anything with because they brought it every time, and they knew that there was the stigma attached. There's no powdered wigs, and uh, oh, they did do that whole thing. Yeah, I mean that wouldn't have been like surprising at all. But they just made it really fun, and you know, it was like 
um, it, it was just really cool, and I think that we're going to find that on this Thursday night event. So who's who's doing? What are you bringing, like Zach Galifianakis in to do a little? Uh, <laughs> Uh, stand up or uh... no I mean I wish we could you know call up Zach and just have him come, yeah. over, come over but like no it's going to be a variety of uh, local comedians uh, all right and we may have some people that actually fly in from out of town too yeah okay so, very cool yeah so and then so that's that's the Thursday night so then everybody goes home uh, and comes back again Friday out at the Guidewell Center and yeah. I'm gonna let Kelly talk about the Guidewell Center because I'm learning a little bit about it it looks amazing. It's a phenomenal facility and Guidewell has been a good partner with us. Um, so the Guidewell, it, Guidewell is the parent company to 200 some odd companies across different industries. But Florida Blue is one of the, the children companies that are under there. And they built this facility in pretty much in the middle of Medical City, which is Lake Nona. Yeah. And Lake Nona was developed really in a very innovative way. Lake Nona is not like many other cities anywhere in the U.S. in that it was, it was, it's cow pasture land, right? And they had this vision, Tavistock had this vision of being able to say, we can create a really healthy community focused on wellness and prevention, and we can help support a a health and medical industry in this space. And so you have the VA hospital, you have Nemours, you have the UCF School of Medicine, which is the first in our region to have a, a medical school. Um, and you have many other things, but the Guidewell Innovation Center is this place where innovation happens. It's where it's co-working space. It's got a beautiful theater space. The the acoustics and the layout are really conducive for doing an event like this, which is why we're really excited. And we want to be able to bring, just like Guidewell is trying to do, um, we want to be able to bring people into the Lake Nona Medical City area and expose them to what's happening out there and the massive growth and potential that's yeah. that's emerging in that space. So. Um, when we were trying to identify a venue, we looked at a lot of different opportunities in the downtown Orlando market, but ultimately we decided, and after having spoken with Guidewell, that that was the place. That's the place where sparks and imagination, um, and that's where we can really coalesce a really meaningful event. That's it, where we want to have like it. It sounds like it was a match made in heaven. It is, and yeah. The pictures, is. And pictures, and I haven't been out there. I've been out to Lake Nona um, actually to the vet hospital there to take my dad out there for eye exams and stuff. And it's just, it's amazing. So the pictures I've seen of Guidewell look incredibly cool. Yeah. And so how, how long, like on, on Friday, this thing kicks off at what time? So at six o'clock, okay. uh, people will start coming in uh, and, you know, we'll have pizza and we'll have drinks and, and we want people to come in, get settled, mingle, start chatting with each other um, you know, so, and people are leaving work. So, you know, we, we allow for a bit of time for people to make their way over there. Sure. Uh, eat, get settled, become happy. Um, and then by seven thirty, we would kick off the event with actual like introductory speeches and, um, getting people, uh, more familiar with how the rest of the evening is going to go. Yeah. Um, you know, from there, you know, we, we give a little bit more background information for the people that didn't come on Thursday. And then we would as quickly as we can line up the brave souls that would actually go in front of everybody and pitch an idea. Okay. Um, so hang, hang yeah. on before you continue. So people should come with pitches or how do people get their pitches 
uh, you know, I would imagine there's going to be a lot more than 20 pitches that people will have. Sure. So if somebody wants to pitch at this event, what should they do? Just have an idea in their head. Okay. Um, look in the mirror and, and try to practice. So they don't need bit. to, like, pre-present that pitch or no, anything? No, nothing okay. like that. E- even if you didn't have an idea up until that very moment, okay. You, if something just comes into your mind, we ask that you um, go to the end of the line and then, you know, yeah. people start, you know, Get, they have the microphone passed to them, and they get 60 seconds to pitch their idea. Got it, yeah. And, you know, as long as they, they state their name, the name of the project, what kind of platform is this, how is it going to help, um, you know, healthcare, and they're basically lobbying for a team. Got it, you know, yeah. If it's exciting enough, then somebody out there is going to say, wow, that's a really great idea. And, you know, after pitches are done, then, then people start lining up around the room and, you know, all the people that are in the audience that listen to this start interviewing all those people and they yeah. decide, you know what, I'm on your team. What if what if uh, a bunch of people get together and kind of have a pre-team already put together? Will they be able to continue working together? Yeah, if it, we, we allow that. Happens. I mean, it's yeah. a human nature, you know, if, if yeah. some people got together and said like, hey, you know what, we got an idea. We should go there together as a team. Like, that's fine. Yeah. But they do have to pitch as well. Sure. And, you know, no matter what, no matter how well formed a team thinks they are, there's always a gap and yeah. there's always room for improvement. So a lot of times even teams that you know, friends or a group that comes together and pitches there that night, um, they will have more people join their team yeah. to kind of fill in the gaps. And, you know, in the end, out of that weekend, if a really great idea, great, you know, well-formed idea comes out, there's a little higher likelihood that, you know, somebody out there in this in this community in this industry will say wow that that has some legs there's something that can actually like improve our you know industry yeah and maybe well and again and i think having the mentors there and the healthcare professionals um you know will be able to kind of keep people focused on what would be a realistic tool what would actually be used so obviously for those that are looking to participate it's not just artists and programmers that you're looking for. No. I mean, this is something that is open to all creatives or anybody that wants to understand how the whole process of technology is built, you yeah. know, the whole uh, development cycle. I yeah. Guess, is I mean, I, I, I can't think of anything else that's more collaborative than, you know, game development and, and especially in the game jam setting where, you know, you have, this Molly crew of like all different people coming together. They have to form a team. They have to focus in on a project and make it happen with time constraints. So you really end up kind of becoming really great friends over that amount of time. And then plus you meet your other neighbors who are working on other projects. So sometimes you'll even see teams where one is ahead in one aspect, like maybe one is ahead in terms of user interface and art. So yeah. The other one's behind in programming, and they do an exchange. Yeah, let me borrow your audio guy or yeah, something like exactly. that. Yeah, exactly. And, and, yeah, and then people help each other out and, and, and you know, yeah. make sure these things. So will, will they actually start developing that night, or does that, you know, after the pitches, is it like, all right, get some rest because we're back at it Saturday morning? So I always stress to people, don't start developing Friday night. Do it Saturday. Come super early. Get started. You know, use that day to, to get started on your development. Do all of your planning on Friday. So, like, Friday, you're just coming together. You're pitching. You, you form your teams. You're just getting to know them. Get to know your team. Get to know their availability. Get to know their strengths. What are they good at? What do people want to do? 
um, start using paper and pen, pencil and, and, uh, and start diagramming things uh, on what your project is. Yeah. Uh, do as much planning as possible because like if you don't do planning, you're going to realize halfway through that you went down the wrong path. Yeah. So Just get those design docs in order. Exactly. Yeah. And, and then of course, like there's some people because the age range of, of who attends these events is, is pretty wide. You know, you will have people in, in their teens in their twenties, thirties, forties, fifties, and sixties at, at this event, uh, that are developers that are creatives that, you know, um, so you have this huge range, right. Um, that they're all working on a team. So you, you can definitely have a team where somebody is in their fifties and somebody that is 17. Like it's happened multiple times. Um, and so you'll have some people that are like, I want to work all 48 hours straight. I'm not going to go home. I'm not going to like, you know, I'm just going to stay up. And that's not realistic you yeah. know, for everybody. It's not realistic for anybody. Really. Sure. Um, well, so, plus that the, they will close the facility at some point too. Yeah. On Saturday night. But so. you know what we've done over, there are hackathons that are, literally like you know 48 hours straight sure sleep here as well but we all say go home get rest eat some food you know eat some you know and then take a shower and then come back fresh the next morning because people that overwork themselves there's just diminishing returns yeah they think that they're awake but they're really zombies yeah so you know we we highly encourage everybody to like you know work hard but go back home Get some rest. Yeah. Some and what time will the facility open each morning? Do we know that yet? 7.30. Yeah. 7.30. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, most game developers don't like to get up till the sun is warm. And, and then we'll be, so. you know, kind of encouraging people to head out around 11 and be yeah. 100% out of the building by midnight. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then Sunday, so they come back in, finish development, and is it around 6 that they start presenting these projects? I believe so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We're, we're going to aim for people to finish earlier in the afternoon, you know, like around four o'clock. Okay. Um, just so that they can be wrapped up and, you know, can have, start dinner. And as soon as dinner is completed, then, you know, we'll start going into presentations. Yeah. Okay, good. Like, and that's going to be the fun part. That's the part. It will be. Yeah. To. yeah. Just to see like the culmination of all that hard work over the weekend. Yeah. Well, I'm excited about the, the end of day too. I'm really excited about the pitches and, and seeing kind of the, there's a portion of this that's a little bit unorthodox, right? It's kind of like open mic where you can stand up and you've got this idea that maybe it has occurred to you or you saw the event, you know, you want to go. Um, but, you know, just having conversations with people about this event and pray, trying to educate them about what the potential is, you, you'd be so surprised at some of the ideas that people will just be like, oh, well, maybe we could, you know, we could do this for asthma and take somebody inside you know, lungs, a virtual experience of breathing lungs. Um, some are like, well, we want to create a swim, swim safety experience. What would it be like? What does it look like when you're experiencing drowning? I mean, things that are really like, it's can get you, fears. right. It just gets <laughs> you some of these things. And, and yet there's, you know, another person that's a, um, a parent and, you know, her child has a, an illness that will eventually probably take his life and he has one thing that he wants to do which is go see a big city but he's quarantined you know and so it gets you thinking like what if you can Mm. create an experience for this child that takes him into the city while he's in his bedroom you know that gives so you know healthcare is so far reaching It, it doesn't have to be about being sick it doesn't have to just be about being well it doesn't have to just be about education 
but it's about like, you know, really putting on a creative hat. And so the, the pitch concept, some of it will be curated because we're already having these conversations with people and helping spur ideas. And then some of it's going to be totally random and unexpected. And that's, I think what brings a lot of energy and excitement and and mystery to what we're doing. I'll second that. I, I attended a meetup, the, what, two weeks ago now from, um, I believe it was Florida Hospital that put it on. And it was, the whole topic had to do with standardized patient practices, you mm-hmm. know, where they're bringing people in to mimic symptoms and be able to train um you know, the doctors and nurses on proper protocol and how to deal with people, how to deal with the angry family that's standing by and, you know, all of that kind of stuff. And I met a guy from Nemours that um, I can't recall his name right now, but he, he, he had a real interesting thing that he brought up just right on the cuff. You know, they teach surgery on using mannequins. And he thought, wouldn't it be cool if we could like augment you know, like what they would actually see right over top of the mannequin while they're standing there cutting into it and all that. Mm -hmm. That's coming. There's a company out of the UK that does holograms that you can, yeah, it's, it's fascinating. I mean, you can have like a human form in holographic form right in front of you or, I mean, and just to extend on that, I mean, there is technology that's utilizing 3d printing. So if you have a tumor on a lung, they can actually print out an exact replica and a surgeon can hold it in their hands and be able to see like where the margins need to be. And wow. the patient can see it and really kind of appreciate what they're about to go through. So it can yeah. be used as an educational tool for, you know, the the patient, the the family caregivers, the physician, the the entire surgical team. So there's a lot of yeah, that's where the cutting that's edge really is. Cool. Yeah. It? yeah, it's cool. I mean and you know if you think about it like also even with the whole training and education side of things you know maybe a lot of physicians they they train on these dummies or they train on these situations and you know you're learning in maybe some ideal you know situations and some that are non-ideal but what if the patient is screaming what if the patient is like you know moving around like what if somebody is like really obese like you know all these different scenarios yeah. that you find yourself yeah. in you're not always going to be in, you know, a very, you know, uh, strict, you know, setting like every single time, like the, every patient is totally different. So like, if you've learned a procedure, you've learned it under one condition, but what about the 10 other conditions that you could be facing this sure. situation? In, right. You can do that virtually. Um, doing it physically is not really practical or possible. Yeah. No, that's a, that's a great point. And, and that's, you know, what separates the, the good doctors from the bad doctors, you know, and I mean, not just bedside manner, but being able to anticipate and deal with those weird situations. I don't know if it's instinct in a lot of people, but yeah, you can be trained in those situations. And, uh, I was real impressed with, with this standardized patient training where they throw curveballs, uh, uh, unannounced curveballs at the uh, attending physicians and whatnot by bringing, you know, an unsafe toy into the room or uh, having the family create a ruckus, you know, so that they have to deal with that. So, um, yeah, all of these things could be done virtually. So, mm-hmm. um, okay, I know we're going to, we're, we're starting to get up to the hour here pretty soon. So I want to kind of shift focus a little bit and talk a little bit about 
how can our community get involved, okay? Um, first off, uh, I've spoken to a lot of people in the community about this, and I haven't had one person look at me sideways. Everybody, <laughs> everybody is like, oh, my God, this is incredible. Um, speaking uh, to some of the early subscribers and sponsors that we have commitments from Full Sail University, EA Sports, FIA, Orange County uh, Technical College, um, oh, geez, I know UCF, that there's uh, UCF, the yeah, who, who else, anybody else? Schools, yeah. So what yeah. we're looking for in the sponsorships, um, obviously we want healthcare providers and people mm -hmm. like that. Um, there is going to be at the Friday and Saturday an opportunity with sponsorships to have a booth so that you can, uh, you know, our sponsors will have an opportunity to have a booth up there where they can talk about their their what they're selling, what they do, what technologies they have. Can you go into that a little bit more? I mean, how is that going to work? As far as the, the sponsorships and yeah. what we're offering them? Yeah. So sponsorships are based on three tiers, and we kind of gamified that, too. It's like um, one up. Is it one up, level up? Yeah, uh, Kunal's got a... Something nerdy. It, it is. Yeah. It's totally... And I'm not a gamer. This is why this is such a beautiful thing, because, you know, Kunal's got the gaming, and, and I've got this kind of buttoned-up healthcare somewhat <laughs> experience. But, yeah, we try to even, you know, apply different levels to the sponsorships. They're all really affordable. Um, and we are looking for sponsors that can help elevate the conversation to some extent and help support the communities, both from a gaming and healthcare perspective. Um, so getting the universities involved is really, I, I'm, I'm so proud of that fact. I mean, that really shows that you've got universities that are standing behind the talent that they're, that they're graduating. Absolutely. And we're giving people that have already graduated or those that haven't not, have not yet graduated the opportunity to get involved in an industry that in a way that they wouldn't probably otherwise be able to get involved in. So sponsors, they're supporting that, you know, that, that vision. Um, from a, I don't know, from a sponsorship standpoint, what we are, what we really want to do is get more healthcare organizations involved. I think that's another, that's a really important element. The school, we've got the schools backing us. We have mentors coming in from various hospitals and physician practices and, um, we, but we need more. We are trying to keep the ticket price really low. We want mm -hmm. to have this be open to really, con you know, we're converging communities. We're bringing in students. We want these mentors to come in freely and, and have some fluidity yeah. in terms of what they get to work on and what they're exposed to. But yeah. in order to pull this off, we really need support of sponsorships. And that can come in a variety of different forms. It could be financial. It could be in kind. It could be that they want to provide, you know, um, Red Bull for us, even though that's not something that we want to do. Beer sponsorship is always great. We want an element of health there. So, yes, we, even though we'll have pizza night one night, we're also going to have, we want to have fresh It'll be sandwiches. vegetarian, though, right? No. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it'll be vegetarian pizza. No, um, but I think life is all about balance. And so we need sponsorships that can help it, help bring in the fun, which is the beer and wine, the pizza. But we also need sponsors that can help us with helping keep ticket prices low, help bring in really nutritional food. Um, even exercise equipment is an opportunity for us to like engage the gaming community and give huh. them a break yeah, while they're coding, yeah. you know, a company that can bring in rowers or, you know, has a, a vision of their own. So the sponsorship potential is, it varies greatly. It can be really small to, from 
you know, a few hundred dollars to get a booth that that's really skinny in nature on up to us promoting their company, talking about what recruitment needs they might have, um, the products that they're offering, how they support the healthcare community at large. There are stories to be told even from the sponsorship perspective and we need their help. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, you know, I've been saying too that I, I think, you know, again, the great thing about this event is it gives us an opportunity to show what we can do as a community. Mm-hmm. And when I started this out, you know, talking about the uh, Renaissance and whatnot, again, that's what made it so cool. It yeah. was like these segments of our society that normally didn't like play nice together and whatnot, that's what helped bring you know, this era into being that we still talk about, you know, 800 years later, 600 years later, whatever. And, and that's the cool thing to me about this. This is something that it's needed. It's something that's going to happen with or without us. So why not be there at the forefront to, Mm -hmm. to make it, you know, to get our, our scent on it. (laughs) Yeah. I I mean, like, you know, I also, I just believe that, you know, in some way we're, we're manufacturing serendipity. You know, we, we, we know, like, we need to converge, you know, these two different industries, these different elements, the, the people, the companies, and, you know, we don't know necessarily what's going to happen, you know, after the event. We know that you know, there, there will be some products, there will be some things created, but we don't know exactly what. Yeah. And there's always elements of surprise. And, you know, when you talk to anybody, even, even the, the most strict, you know, person who thinks only inside the box, they understand the concept of serendipity. And, and when you tell them that, they're like, okay, there, there is a chance that something can happen. So I think, like, that's always the most exciting thing to me is that, you know, like, finding those companies, finding the, you know, the healthcare professionals, finding the developers and, and throwing them together in that weekend um, and, and not knowing and being comfortable with it at this yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. If people would like to get some more information on the mega health jam or they want to buy their tickets or they're interested in sponsorships. Um, they can contact any one of us, uh, or they can go to the website, which yeah. is megahealthjam.com. It is mega health, mega That's yeah. easy enough to remember. <laughs> yeah. There's also a Facebook page that I know has been put up. Uh, we have a hashtag too. Is it just mega health jam or is it mega health jam 2018 or, Right for right now, it's Mega Health Jam. Okay. Yeah, I think like in future years, and we do plan to have this to be an annual event. Absolutely. You know, like consider it that Super Bowl where gaming technologies and healthcare come together. Yeah. Um, you know, so we we plan for this to be an annual event, and this is the inaugural event, and so we want as many amazing things to happen this year as possible, so that it sets the tone for years to come. Yeah. And and you know, this is a chance, you know, for lots. It's it's. You know, definitely Central Florida will, will be, you know, at the forefront here. But, like, you know, we want interactions from all different, you know, parts of the healthcare system. We do have people that are coming from Georgia and D.C. and Michigan, you know, for this event already that we know of. So, you know, this is um, definitely a chance for people to get involved. So, yeah. Yeah. And, and you know how I feel about getting involved. I yeah. Mean, that's, <laughs> my, that's my hashtag right yeah. there. You know, the other thing that I wanted to say, too, is kind of my parting shot is, you know, companies, there's so many companies here um, right now that are doing uh, various contracting technology jobs. You know, many of them started in gaming, but they're doing a lot of simulations. Mm -hmm. Um, 
uh, helping out with different applications in VR and AR and whatnot. Um, and it, it surprises me that a lot, you know, and, and I'm, I hope I'm not speaking out of turn here, but like the medical community, uh, some of the military Sims companies and whatnot, uh, even, you know, some of the big projects that are going on here in Orlando aren't always given to these companies that are local. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So it, it frustrates me sometimes to see a big project come out of Orlando and then go to Silicon Valley in order to get the technology built. Right. When we have the people right here in Orlando. Yeah. Um, you know, companies like uh, Brand VR, or CG Solutions, or any number of people that can do this work, this is their opportunity to get in front of the right people right. to show what they're capable of doing. Many of you have already built simulations of some sort, be it medical or military or, or educational even, that um, there's no better place to show off what you're capable of doing than you know having a booth or having some sort of presence at the, the health gym. Yeah. So um, that's the overall goal here as we're trying to uh, build an ecosystem here in Orlando that focuses on great technology. And if you remove tourism and oranges from the board, you know, technology and healthcare are probably our two greatest uh, exports, right? Yes. So, um, so yeah, I, I shame on you if you don't get involved. That's <laughs> yeah. ultimately what I'm trying yeah. to say here, okay? So um, parting shots, you guys, anything that, that we didn't talk about or anything that I might have uh, overlooked that we need to talk about? I think we touched on a lot of it, you know, definitely, I think overall, just maybe reiterating, like getting involved, you know, there's a lot of people who are just like, oh, I don't know that much about games. I don't, I'm not really a developer or like, I don't know enough about healthcare. You know, everybody has like some kind of skill set that they can bring to this, you know, so we're looking for people that, that even aren't game developers. Like, so if you are simply an artist, you know, pure and simple, you can be involved in this. If you're a researcher, you can be involved in this. If you're looking to understand how games are made right you absolutely know, so we're looking even for yeah. people that are that are you know good in business you know maybe project management like these are ways that people can bring their skill set into this environment so so really it is just getting involved whether you're an organization you're an individual you're a developer you're within healthcare, and, and you're not quite certain like whether this event is for you or not like it is uh you know most success in life is just by showing up yeah. So if you don't show up, nothing's going to happen. Absolutely. So, yeah. So yeah. Well that. said. Well said. Kelly, any parting shots? I just think that one of the things that's so special about this is it's never been done before. Like yeah. this is a this is a historic thing that's happening where we are colliding these two industries in Orlando together. These communities that we hold near and dear to mm-hmm. us. Yeah. Um, and there's a lot of new historic things happening in healthcare and with gaming. I mean, in the healthcare space, Medical City was historic. Um, where UCF is opening the first life sciences incubator. That's up for that's happening this year too. And so we see this as a huge opportunity to kind of elevate Orlando and the talent, massive talent pool here. So that's I think what we're we're just really excited to be part of it and encourage, like Kunal said, everybody has a place at this table. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Well, you guys aren't just a part of it. You guys are it. I mean, the, again, the thing that I'm really excited about, you know, we've been talking about what a great scene we have here in Orlando. Um, 
you know, for a good five years now, Orlando's kind of been on the cusp of being this great technology community mm-hmm. and everything. And to I, I salute you guys for the initiative, for the passion, and for the smarts and everything to put it all together. I think the job that you guys have done putting social media, marketing packages, uh, the visibility on this has been tremendous. And for those of you that are listening um, and made it all the way to the end of this podcast, thank you. Uh, yes, thank you. But, but secondly, um, be sure to share the links and, and let everybody that you know know about this event because it it is for everybody. It's not just for the game developer and it's not just for the doctor and nurse. It's uh, an opportunity to unite Orlando uh, under some great circumstances and you know, united we stand, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, the more people that we have out there um, and, and those that are sponsoring and, and, and helping us to run events like this, uh, the more opportunity we have to do follow-up events and, and um, continue to spread the word. So, again, I salute you guys. Thank you very much for taking some time with me today, too. Thank you for having us. Thank you, Rob. So, um, Carlos. The man of few words. You got anything you want to add, man? I know you got another record coming out. We talked about your last yes. record last week or mm-hmm. last podcast, and now you've got a new record coming out. When are we going to see that? That's going to be out March the twenty third. Okay. And it's a collaboration with me and my and a friend of mine that we've been friends since high school, and he's in L.A. I'm here. Um, he he's uh, just like me, a, a, a sound designer composer and he's um he's actually the the main composer of the theme song of the show american horror story oh wow and okay wow yeah so um yeah we've been working with in uh, with music for for years and finally we're gonna that's awesome man get something out and the pulse diaries volume two which came out what a month or two ago yes, has been yes. skyrocketing up the billboard charts it's or... doing pretty good yeah, it's doing pretty good that's awesome man well once again thank you for all your help in putting this together yeah um, and I'm, I'm i'm gonna be um attending to to the game jam too yes awesome, awesome. awesome. Yeah. are you gonna write our theme song for the opening theme song for the event you know what working on that <laughs> I think that's a great idea. <laughs> this is going to be actually my first one. Is it really? So, yeah, I'm excited for this. All right. So um, I'm guessing that there probably won't be a ton of audio people there. So you might be the go-to audio guy. Okay. All right. Ready for the challenge. Oh, dude, that is awesome. <laughs> and we want a real jaunty theme song. <laughs> yeah. Something really jaunty. Like an 80s sitcom. Yeah, 80s sitcom uh, jauntiness. Um <laughs> Uh, that would be awesome. So, all right, everybody. Hey, thanks so much for uh, listening. Again, this is episode number 12 of This is Orlando. And um, if there's anybody that's looking for me or anything I can help you with, you know where to find me. Just go to robcobalt.org. And um, I hope to see everybody there at the Mega Health Gym starting April 12th. We're out. Thanks. Thanks.